Guys, this is Megan Scanlon coming at you with the Meg Scanlift podcast. Excited to excited to bring podcast number two to you today. Um, had fun on podcast number one, just talking about the basics of powerlifting and how to get involved with powerlifting. So if you haven't checked that out and you are interested and you're new to powerlifting and strength sports, definitely check out the first podcast. Today, I want to expand on something I mentioned in the first podcast. In the first podcast, I mentioned competing and why I think, or at least a couple of reasons why I think signing up, entering a competition, entering a powerlifting meet is important and that you should do it and you should experience that. There's a huge community behind powerlifting that is pretty much unlike anything else I've ever experienced and that is a big reason you should sign up for a powerlifting meet. Another big reason is that if you sign up for a meet, it's going to give you a deadline. You're going to have to put a date on the calendar where you're going to have to squat, bench, and deadlift. So it's going to hold you to another level of accountability than if you were just showing up for the gym. What will likely happen is since you have that added accountability of a meet is that you're going to see better results. To be quite frank, you're going to show up to the gym some days where you aren't really truly interested in going to the gym that if you didn't have a meet, you just wouldn't go, right? So you're going to be held to a higher level of accountability, which likely means you're going to see greater results in the gym than if you weren't doing a meet. So that's also kind of cool. So today, I want to talk about powerlifting meets. Specifically, I'm going to be talking about if it's your first meet because people, one reason people tend to shy away, some of the most common reasons you hear for people not doing a meet is the first one, I'm not ready, I'm not strong enough. As long as you can lift the bar, you're strong enough. All right, there's no reason not to do a meet if you can lift the bar. When you are powerlifting and people are watching you, it doesn't matter what's on the bar. They don't care because they know for you, you're trying your hardest at that moment in time and they want to see you succeed. The second reason I think ties into that first reason, but it just has to do with being nervous and that it's very unfamiliar for people and they're not quite sure what to expect, what's going to happen on that day, and it kind of scares them away from it because they don't want to embarrass themselves by getting involved with something they don't know something about, know anything about, or what's going to happen. So that's what I want to speak to today, kind of what's going to happen on meet day, what you should expect, and how to prepare so when you get to meet day, you're more comfortable. Even though it's the first time doing it and you aren't quite sure what's going to happen, you still have a good idea and you're more comfortable with the day, which will just make your whole experience even better. So I wanted to start this thing um, within each podcast, just a little motivational motivational snippet, if you will. Um, and I today want you to remember why you started, why you wanted to get strong. I want you to think about that. I want you to think hard. Why? And if your first answer to why is because just I wanted to get stronger, but why did you want to get stronger? Really dig here. What about strength sports? What about powerlifting attracted you to it and made you want to dedicate so much time to it? Ask yourself why at least three to four times and think about that reason. Think about that first reason and bring that with you into the gym today. Have that be your motivation today. 
crush your weights thinking about that reason, knowing that you're getting stronger every time you're in the gym. So if you're going to sign up for a powerlifting competition, the first thing you need to do is to find a meet, right? You need to find a powerlifting meet. How are you going to find a powerlifting meet? Wow. Again, I'm going to bring up that whole Powerlifting Watch website. It's a great website to use. I happen to be from the Northeast, right? So I um, have a lot of meets near me of all different federations. However, you may not. If it's your first meet, just get some experience, right? Don't be super concerned with what federation or what weight class you're going to sign up for for that first meet. Just sign up and put it on the calendar. I'm specifically going to be talking about USAPL meets because that's what that's the federation I compete under and that's what I'm the most familiar with. However, each meet will be relatively similar and you will see the same trends that I will talk about. If you happen to have a USAPL meet near you, I would highly recommend signing up for it. Um, I have enjoyed competing under the USAPL. The other biggest one or what I'm going to call the other big federation in the U.S. is the USPA, okay? So USAPL and USA, USPA are probably the two biggest federations within the country. One of the biggest differences between the USAPL and the USPA is that the USAPL drug tests. So it is a um, drug-free federation. Now, for the USAPL, you find a meet, you sign up. You will have to become a member of the USAPL, so you need to sign up for a membership. You will need to do that before you sign up for the meet, as you will need to enter your membership number. So you go to the USAPL website, you get a membership, and then you sign up for the local meet near you, and then you put that date on your calendar, you circle it, and you get out your training plan. You're ready to go. So you're training, you're feeling good, you're getting closer to the meet. What are we to expect? So you're coming up to the week of the meet. First of all, take a deep breath. You're going to have fun. I promise you, once you go to your first meet, you're not turning back here. So the night before, we want to get organized. We want to be as organized as possible the day before so that the morning is stress-free. Make sure you know where the where the meet is, how long it's going to take you to get there, what the schedule is. You should have gotten an email with the schedule. So when when are you going to lift? If you didn't receive that, be sure to reach out to the meet director. The day before, you want to organize all the things you will need on meet day and be sure to pack them so you don't forget anything. There are approved brands if you're competing in the USAPL. However, if you're competing in a local meet, as long as they fall under the required specifications for each thing, you can wear any brand. All right. I will tell you what I used for my first powerlifting meet for the USAPL, and then I'll tell you what I use now um, for at national meets. There are different um, specifications. You need to wear certain brands for national meets of your singlet and your knee sleeves and your wrist straps and your belt. Okay. So for your meet, you're going to want to pack that day before. You want to make sure you have everything. So think about what you're going to be wearing for each lift. Go through your head. So we're going to start with those squats. For every lift, you're going to have to have that singlet on your body. So you need to pack that singlet. You're going to need to have a t-shirt underneath that singlet. You're going to need shoes. 
you might wear different sneakers, different shoes for your squat, bench, and deadlift. So make sure you go through that in your head and you have each pair packed if you're wearing different shoes. If you're wearing the same ones, you only need to pack that one pair. You're going to need to pack your underwear. Sounds silly, but don't forget it. Now the USAPL states that you need to have non-supportive cotton underwear that the legs don't go down your legs. So they're, they're like briefs and not, you know, like a boxer. I've never had anyone check my underwear, but technically it isn't the rules. Um, so make sure you pack your underwear. If you wear knee sleeves, if you wear a belt, make sure you pack your knee sleeves, make sure you pack your belt. Deadlifting, you need to wear socks. Make sure to pack tall socks for deadlifting. So for deadlifting, you need to have socks that go up to your knee. If you wear wrist wraps, be sure to pack those wrist wraps. Other things um, that you want to be sure to pack, if you use them, um, powder, like baby powder, if you use baby powder for your deadlifts. So people will use baby powder for their deadlifts on their legs to try to help the bar slide up their legs more easily so that there's no friction between your skin and the bar. That is why powder is used during the deadlifts, baby powder. If you're going to use baby powder, if you're going to try it for the first time, like this is something that's totally okay to try for the first time on meat day, to put baby powder on your legs to make um, the friction between your legs and the bar less, just be sure of one thing. Do not get it on your hands. It will make your hands more slippery. So if you can get someone else to put it on your legs, that's ideal. If you have a friend that can put it on your legs, that's ideal. If not, sprinkle it on your legs and use the bottle to, you know, kind of like rub it, or not rub it into your legs, but um, spread it out over your legs. Just don't put your hands on the baby powder because it's very hard to get off. Um, if you do get it on your hands, just wash your hands. Again, this is saying you have enough time to do that. So that's just something to keep in mind. I also, which this is personal, but I like to bring chalk with me just in case, especially warming up. I just like to know I have it. You never know. I mean, I've never been to a meet where I can't find chalk, but I just like to know that I have chalk. I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to go find it. Um, and chalk is a very cheap thing to buy to just to have a couple blocks of chalk, especially if you're going to a gym where they don't have chalk and you have, so you bring your own chalk. It's a good thing to bring with you. You're also going to need that USAPL membership card that we talked about at the beginning, signing up for that membership. So you don't need to have the physical card with you, but I would suggest having a screenshot on your phone before you go so you don't need to worry about it. You're going to need an ID, like a license, a passport, government ID when you check in. The other thing that you'll want to do before you go to the meet is know what your Definitely what your opening attempts are going to be for your squat, bench, and deadlift in kilograms, okay? So this is could be one of the more confusing parts for your first meet is everything is in kilograms. So you want to be sure to know what your opening attempts are for your squat, bench, and your deadlift in kilograms. You also want to have a roadmap of your attempts, so your second and third attempts, depending on how your opening attempts go. Okay. Um, so you want to have your opening attempts and then you have want to have a little roadmap of if that went well, where are we going to go for next? If it moved okay, there's a middle weight. And if it moved a little bit slow, you know, we'll be conservative. So you want to have that all written out. So again, you don't have to worry about it on meet day. 
So again, it is going to be in kilograms. So what I would suggest is, is printing out or at least screenshotting on your phone a conversion chart. I personally always have just gone to the same website. It's called loadingcharts.com and it's a conversion, kilo conversion chart. So you'll have your pounds and your kilograms on that chart. There is one on the USAPL as well website that you can use. There's also plenty of apps that you can use that will tell you um, the conversion and even how to load the bar as well, which you don't need to know, but it's a good app to have if you ever are using kilogram plates. If you get to a powerlifting friendly gym that has kilogram plates, I use an app called Bar Calc, but I believe Caffeine and Kilos has an app as well. I've heard um, from strong friend in Boston, Alyssa, shout out to you for telling me that. Um, so just things to keep in mind, I would definitely print out or screenshot a, a kilogram conversion chart just in case, even though you have those attempts, it's just nice to know that you have it. Um, they'll have one at the meet, but again, you won't have to rely on that, which makes it nice. You'll have your own. It's again, something you won't have to worry about come meet day. So you have those attempts, you have your roadmap, you have your membership card, you have your kilo conversion chart, you have your singlet, your deadlift socks, your shoes, your belt, your knee sleeves, your wrist wraps, your t-shirt, your underwear, your baby powder, your chalk. Cool. Put it in that bag. Everything's in that bag. I also want to give a strong shout out on each of my podcasts to powerlifters, right? So strong shout out to my powerlifters. Um, sometimes they'll be powerlifters you know, sometimes they won't be, but they're just doing great things. Today, it is someone you know, okay? Undoubtedly, if you, if you have been involved in powerlifting in any way, if you're on social media, if you've been a part of the USAPL, you definitely know who this person is. I'm going to talk about the person first, and then I will tell you who it is. So one of the best female powerlifters, raw powerlifters on the planet in the IPF, um, I started following her at the beginning of my powerlifting career, was always very impressed by her, and when I went to my first nationals, one of the things I had on my list that I had to do, say it's a bucket list for your first nationals, outside of competing, the other thing on my list was I wanted to see her deadlift legitimately. You can ask anyone I went to nationals with. That was just on my list. I've, I've seen it in video so many times, but there's something different about seeing it in person. I've never met her before in real life. Um, I've just seen it on social media and on live streams. So I saw it in person um, at the USAPL 2017 Raw Nationals, and it was one of the, it was amazing to see in person. The energy behind it was amazing, but also knowing the dedication and the time she's put into it was more amazing. So amazing that I've never met this person before and it made me emotional watching it. Okay. Um, so anyways, last weekend she, with another male powerlifter, again, past powerlifter and the male powerlifter in the IPF had a invitational meet, a powerlifting invitational meet and in it, they did their best best lift. So for him, it's a squat. For her, it's a deadlift. So she deadlifted raw, which raw means you're not in a deadlift suit. She's also drug-free. She's also using a stiff bar. Deadlifted raw, 551 pounds. 551 pounds. She competes in the 72-kilogram class, which means she weighs 150-something pounds. That is insane, okay? So today, our strong shout-out goes to Kim Walford, who is just 
literally a beast. Okay. And is the best, the best of the best. Um, and if you do not follow her on Instagram, okay, if for some reason you do not follow her on Instagram, that is someone you need to follow. Her Instagram handle is track F U or track foo. Track is in the track you run around. T R A C K F U. All right. Go give her a follow and watch that deadlift. You will not be disappointed. Another big thing you're going to want to remember is snacks. That sounds pretty silly, but I would say one of the biggest things I didn't do correctly on my first meet day is realize how long the day is, and I could have packed more snacks. That is one of my biggest regrets, and I tell people that, is that I should have packed more snacks, more water. Okay, so fluids, snacks, you want to make sure you pack those up. So here's the thing. You're going to have to show up to meet day two hours early for weigh-in. So the USAPL has a two-hour weigh-in, which means your weigh-ins will start two hours before lifting starts. So you show up. A little before two hours, you'll check in, you'll start your weigh-ins, so you have that two-hour gap before you'll even start lifting. Once lifting starts, it's probably another two to three hours, so you're spending five, six hours minimum at the gym. You want to be sure that you have enough food. So bring something um, after you weigh in, that should be almost more like a little bit of a meal, something that you know you'll digest easily, that you've eaten before, training before, don't try anything new here. Okay, so know that your body handles that well, but also be sure to bring snacks with you for throughout the day. And, um, the night before, be sure to try to get some sleep, go to bed early. Wake up nice and early, give yourself plenty of time the morning of. Again, your stuff's all packed, so you have all of that packed, ready to go. But just give yourself plenty of time. You don't want to have to feel rushed. You don't want extra anxiety the morning of your meet. So you'll show up a little before your two-hour weigh-in. You'll check in with your membership card and your ID. They may do an equipment check at the meet. So equipment check, you'll be showing them your, your equipment, right? So for raw power lifters, the equipment is your singlet. They'll look at your shoes, your deadlift socks, belt, knee sleeves, T-shirt, anything that you're going to put on your body, all right? You'll do your weigh-in. So for weigh-ins... Um, when you check in, you'll get your attempt card, your attempt selection card, um, and you'll or or and or they may have that other way. And so I, it's been either way for me, but at some point in time, you'll get an attempt selection card. And when you go to your weigh-in, you'll need to know your attempts. That's when you'll need to tell them your first attempt in kilograms for your squat, your bench, and your deadlift. So you'll weigh in on a scale that's going to be in kilograms. Remember, everything's in kilograms here for your weight class. Right, so I'm in the 63 kilogram weight class, which means my weight needs to be 63 or under on meat day. I'll weigh in, and then I'll give them my first attempts. Four weigh-ins, it will be, so I'm a female, I will, uh, I will weigh in with a female in a private area, okay? Generally, it's in a bathroom, um, but you'll weigh in in a private area as you may be wearing very minimal clothing when you weigh in, depending on how close to your weight class you are. Again, the first meet, I wouldn't suggest getting too concerned about your weight class. Uh, you know, as you get into powerlifting and as you become more competitive, then you can worry about it. But at the beginning, just go where you are in that weight class. But do know um, that if you say if you're very close to a weight class, um, that you can kind of strip down to weigh in, if you will, and that it's totally normal. Um, after that, oh shoot, I forgot about one thing. So. Um, before, when you go to weigh-ins, before you go to weigh-ins, you'll have to get your rack heights. 
for your squat and your deadlift. So if you don't train on an ER rack um, or a combo rack, like a Texas Strength Systems makes one, Alico has one, but if you don't train on a combo rack, you're going to have to go and get your rack heights. The first meet that I went to, I had no idea how to move the rack. I just stared at it for about 10 minutes before I had to go find someone to help me. Once you learn how to do it, it's very easy. But again, no one knows how to do it their first time, especially if you don't have one in the gym. Do not feel shy about asking someone here. Everyone has been there. Okay. You're going to have to get your rack heights. Some meets, you also have to give them your safety heights as well. So take your time with this. Don't feel rushed. Just because when you do have that weight on your back, you want to make sure your squat is at the right height. All right. That's squat rack's at the right height. You don't want to be clanging it. If you end up picking a rack height that is one too high for you and you notice it after that first squat, which may happen, you can always request a lower rack height. Okay, in between, go to the scorer table and just say, hey, I want my rack height to be moved down one. Okay, um, for your bench, you'll need your rack height. Also, if you want blocks, if you're a short person and you want blocks for your feet, you can also say that as well. So you'll need that um, when you go to your weigh-in with your openers, your rack heights. Again, don't be shy about asking people for the, to help you learn how to move the racks. It took me a couple meets to figure it out, okay? Uh, don't be shy about that. So once they uh, post the flights, you may realize there are a couple flights. Sometimes there's two flights. Sometimes there's three flights for the platform. You want to figure out which flight you're in. Here's the reason. So say it's flight A, B, and C. If you're in flight A, you're going to want to start to warm up right after they do the, the rules briefing. If you're not, you can still chill. So again, that period between your weigh-in and the start of the meet could be a good amount of time, which is, again, why I'm coming back to that food thing. You want to be sure to have a lot of snacks here. And you want to be sure to kind of be relaxing after the weigh-in. The rules briefing will come, and they'll go over the rules for each lift. If this is your first meet, you definitely want to pay attention here. Even if you know the rules, it's a good reminder, and you'll hear them say the commands as if you're going to hear them. A very brief overview of the rules here, and I'll do a whole podcast on rules, but very brief overview, I'm just going to tell you the commands. So for the squat, you're going to get a couple commands. You're going to unrack the rate, you're going to walk out by yourself, you're going to look up, you're going to stand erect, right? Hips are underneath you, knees are locked out. They're going to say squat. You're going to squat, you're going to stand up. Again, same thing, you're standing tall, you're standing erect. They'll say rack. Do not rack that bar until they say rack. I've done it before. It is a red light. You might do it in your first meet. Don't worry about it. Again, it's nerves. But just know you're going to get a squat and you're going to get a rack. There will be hand motions with that as well. For your bench, there are three commands you're going to get. You're going to unrack it. You may get a handoff if you would like. Or you can do a self-handoff once you're steady. Once your once your elbows are locked out, once you're steady at the top, you'll get start. You'll bring the bar down to your chest. Once it's motionless, so that's a key word here, motionless on your chest, you'll get press, and then you'll also get a rack command. So be careful. Wait for that rack command. 
deadlift, pretty simple. You'll go out, you'll lift it, and they'll say down. Okay, so that one's very simple. Um, go out, you lift it, and they say down. So those are your commands for squat, bench, and deadlift. And again, they'll go over all those in the rules briefing and more. Some of the more technical rules they'll also review in the rules briefing. So after they finish the rules briefing, they'll put up a clock, and that's when you're, if you're in flight A, you want to start warming up. If you're not, if there's a in flight B or flight C, hang out, okay? Once the meet starts, if you're not in that flight A, you'll be able to see flight A. They'll go through three times for their three attempts before flight B begins. So they'll go through all of their openers. They'll go through their second attempts. Everyone will have their third attempt. You'll be able to see this as it goes. Again, the meets I've done locally in Massachusetts have been done very well. There's a big screen. You can see exactly where they are. Start to get loose. Start to warm up as they start. You want to be taking your last warm-up as if you were like a, a one flight away. Okay, so when they're in their third attempt, you want to be taking your last warm-up. If you're one of the first squatters, you want to be taking it at the beginning of that flight. If you're one of the last squatters in your flight, you want to be taking it towards the end. Again, you'll be able to see where you are in the flight as the flights will be posted in the order that you will lift. Okay, for your squats at least. Once you get going, have fun with it, all right? Like, just take a deep breath before you walk out on that platform for that first squat, because once you get that first squat done, you're going to be good to go. You're going to have so much adrenaline in you for that first squat. The only thing you really need to be careful of is the commands. You're going to crush your first squat, okay? With all that adrenaline, the bar is going to feel so light. Just be sure to take that deep breath so that you're waiting for your squat and your rack commands. Again, relax. Have some fun. If there's three flights, there's going to be some downtime in between your squat and when you warm up for the bench. Again, take this time to meet some people. There's going to be people that will want to chat with you. They're going to probably know if you're new and they're going to want to chat with you. Hey, how did you get involved? Is this your first meet? What did you do before this? You know, where are you from? What gym do you go to? Have some fun with it. Make some friends. The powerlifting community is one of the greatest parts of the sport. Don't be nervous. Don't let your nerves keep you from signing up for your first meet and competing in your first meet. Sign up for that first meet. Circle the date on your calendar. Start that training plan. Get it under your belt. Get that first meet under your belt. Hey guys, thank you for listening to my second podcast all about that first meet, how to prepare for a competition, be a little bit more at ease with your first meet, calm those nerves. Um, it's been fun bringing these podcasts to you. Number two. Number three, we'll come at you next week. We will have a guest on podcast number three, so stay tuned for that. That'll be a lot of fun. If you would like more information, um, be sure to follow me on Instagram at MegScanLift. If you're interested in coaching or any content I put out regarding strength and mindset, check out my website, www.megscanlift.com. Be sure to send me messages if you're looking for any specific content to be covered in podcasts or if you have any questions at all. Do not be shy. I am here to help you out, guys. Stay strong, be strong, make it a strong day.